Como esta, bitches? Welcome to Panda Podcast. Hey, everyone. Welcome to Panda Podcast. This is Virginia. And this is Arnando. <laughs> Fernando. Fernando. <laughs> <laughs> kind of strange today speaking in another language only because today's episode is um, mostly about how to learn a new language all right how to learn a new language mostly because uh since we came back from japan we're like yeah we should probably learn some japanese for when we go back and stuff we'll be more prepared (laughs) yes um I'm guilty of not still working on it right now. Um, Me either. (laughs) Kind of guilty on that. I have been watching on um, Netflix, like, this Japanese program that I've been trying to pick up and stuff, but um, it hasn't really been working, obviously, because, you know, I'm not a native speaker and no one I know speaks the language, so it's pretty hard for me to pick it up. Right. so that's the one of the reason why but i definitely do plan to um buy like a little textbook or some kind through amazon i found this textbook that's supposed to be really good one for english speakers um to learn japanese that way and it costs how many languages do you speak so i actually speak um fluent in cantonese probably not the best now because it's not like i get to see my family a lot um so Cantonese and obviously English and then the really really bad Spanish I understand it more than I speak it um, but okay. forming forming sentences are the, like the harder part for me uh-huh. um, and then again I since I moved to another state I haven't been able to like use it with like friends back home and stuff or practice whatever so it's it's definitely gotten worse <laughs> okay yeah um, what about yourself I know six languages. Awesome. Which six? Um, English and then five other variants of English. Very Oh, kind of like British, <laughs> right? British, Scottish, right? Sure. Australian. I meant more like, I meant more like gangster, um, <laughs> yeah. preppy, um, surfer. <laughs> Farmer. Um, more like, yeah, more like that than <laughs> you're doing like regionals. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So we, we actually wanted to talk about this topic because the, um, there's like differences obviously between uh, like you know people who speak more than one language and then another and other people who don't speak another language. Um, mm-hmm. We see in a different way um, depending on like different views, different perspective. That's basically why I thought this topic would be quite interesting um, if, uh-huh. we're, if we're into the whole like cultural and wanting to learn different language sort of thing. Um, so yeah, um, what about you? I know in school you went, you took some German classes, I believe, for two years or a year. Is that correct? Yeah, like a year or two, I took German. Yeah, uh, I failed it miserably. Mm. Um, 
and I can't really speak any German at this point. Mm -hmm. um, I wanted to take it originally so that I could watch German movies in German yeah. and know what they were saying. Mm -hmm. um, and then uh, my school only offered French, Spanish, and German mm. as languages. Okay. Uh, which I think yours was only, what, French and Spanish? Yep, mine only offered French and Spanish, and that was it. <laughs> And which one did you end up taking? I ended up taking Spanish, obviously, because I, I love the language. I love, you know, the language itself. I like, you know, being in, like, immersing myself to that culture. So I felt like Spanish was a thing for me. And it still is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't, like, roll my R's or anything. Yeah, so me I neither. Spanish. I still can't do that. I knew that Spanish was going to be really difficult and shitty for me. Oh. So I was like, German, that should be more of, like, a throat Mm. language anyways right um <laughs> mm -hmm. but if they did offer it i would have loved to have taken japan in high school in japanese would, or japanese yeah, yeah. yep mm -hmm. yeah it's mm -hmm. it's quite sad that a lot of schools only offer quite a few in public schools anyways yeah 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 um so uh so you would want to learn japanese is that correct going forward i've tried to learn japanese like twice already mm. um for for when I first started, I could like, I could uh, there was hiragana, katakana, and then kanji. Yeah. I could do hiragana. I could read, write, and speak hiragana. Mm. Um, and I was on the beginning steps of doing katakana mm. when I ended up stopping, and that was about after like six months of trying, like okay. doing it every day. Okay. Um. And so, and then I knew like a lot of different like vocabulary words uh, mm. for different things. Mm -hmm. uh, but it just took me a while when I was like reading it or writing it because I'd have to like, Did... I'd see it in Japanese and then I'd have to like write it in English, so... like English jargon, and then then convert that over to actual English words. So it was a little bit of it's a little bit of a process. So did you actually? picked up some textbooks like some guidebooks to try to learn it or how did you try to I was doing it through Rosetta Stone right um I never did textbooks because those don't really work for me I need to have somebody there to say it mm. and Rosetta Stone seemed to work pretty well in doing that okay um because they they make you they can they use the mic in your computer yeah, to I hear know. you say the word mm -hmm. and then they know if you say it right or not so that helps in the speech mm. and then um, writing it and reading it are, are pretty um, I had to practice the writing part but for the reading it I can kind of I picked up the alphabet and I picked up the letters so I, I kind of was doing like flashcards and stuff to learn that kind of thing mm. um, but yeah, that, that was about as far as I went with it. What about how, you in how, Spanish? Yeah, how, well, let me go back to you first. I want to finish oh. your topic. How Ooh, how okay. how many months did you try? Six months. Six months. Okay. Okay. I see. Um, yes. Yeah, so for me, um, so let's go back to the Cantonese. I do speak Cantonese, but I don't write it and I mm -hmm. don't read it. <laughs> So I'm not exactly 100% fluent in it. All I can do is to speak it. Um, but but you do know you do know some symbols. I do know in some. Cantonese. Yeah, like the super simple ones. I would do know. I actually do know. Um, I've uh -huh. had gone. Well, I haven't gone, but my parents forced me to go to Chinese school 
um, on the week. Chinese school. Yeah, it's like a weekend school where you go on the weekends. On where you ship your cut on your Saturday kid off on an airplane <laughs> to China. <laughs> no. And they go and they read over the weekend <laughs> and then they fly on back <laughs> to America. No. Um, so the Chinese school is basically just learning Chinese in like a, a public school um, down up where I grew up in El Sereno over there. Um, it's like in the middle school. Um, so it's like a weekend thing, Saturdays and Sundays. But of course, when you're was, when you're so young, you don't want to go to more schooling during the weekends. So was your was uh, your teacher like a really grumpy Chinese man who was like, I can't remember oh, God, actually. <laughs> I gotta teach these fucking kids who don't know anything about their own culture how to say their own <laughs> language. The big old dummies. I can't quite remember how the teachers were because I was actually pretty young. I was in middle school. Um, I didn't want to be there. That's all I remember. I I was, I did not want to learn it at all. Um, I think that's the part of it when you're young. You just don't want to like go to school so much, and you just kind of want to, you know, not. I mean, not. Not to not learn it, but like it doesn't matter when you're younger. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't yeah. matter if you know another language or not. It doesn't mean anything to you. Um, sure. So that's pretty much how I felt. So I did go with the, um, did go to the Chinese school to learn how to read and write, like the basic stuff, for about a uh-huh. year only. But after that, I did not return because I refused to wanting wanting to go to school on the weekends. Um, so. But both your mom and your dad speak Cantonese. Yeah. And, your, and now your sister and your brother do as well. Did they have to go to Chinese school? Yeah, my my younger brother went with me as well, actually. Um, what about your sister? My sister, I don't remember if she did or not. I don't think she did. Or maybe she did, but for a longer time than we did. <laughs> okay. I think she took it for a couple more years longer than, or, or another year or two longer than my brother and I, um, but yeah, my parents do speak Cantonese fluently. They know how to read and write it, obviously, because they're from Hong Kong, so they know how to read and write it and everything. And they can actually speak Mandarin too. My mom not as well with the Mandarin, but my dad can speak um, like pretty fluent Mandarin as well. Um, okay. So, and my challenge was. Um, I guess just the characters, they're so hard. Chinese is a very lang- a very hard language to learn. It's very complex and uh, just a challenge itself. Um, yeah, I think there's like over a thousand yeah, characters. Yeah, lots of characters, and I couldn't remember all that. I mean, I'm pretty uh-huh. sure even for fluent speakers of the language, of course, um, even they don't know the everything. They don't, uh-huh. know, they don't know every single thing still because it's just that difficult to learn and to remember basically. Um, and then for my Spanish, I learned it two years in high school because it's one of those things that you have to do in high school. Uh, did that for two years. Um, it helped a little bit, actually. It's actually, it, I know if I put my mind into it, it would have been easy because it's very similar to English. Um, it's just the, the writing part, you just kind of like swap things around. Um, uh, it's, it's just very similar to English, and pronunciation wasn't that hard for me, except for the R's. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, and then it helped, like, being growing up in the, like, a Spanish-speaking neighborhood since forever. You, like, you know, you hear the language every day, and at school, after school, your neighbors, it helps to pick it up faster, because it's, it surrounds you. The language surrounds me. 
the entire time. Oh. Um, so it was like, if I wanted, if I wanted it, if I tried harder, I meant it would literally become like a, a natural thing for me. So because it, it's just, okay. it's just a pretty, it's a pretty sim- simple language to learn. And then, um, yeah. And so tell me, what are your challenges in uh, learning a new language? Like, say, German and Japanese that you tried to learn. What was um, the Pretty much just retaining it long enough that it actually sinks into my brain. Mm. Uh, if I have somebody there to practice with and constantly keep practicing, it would have been fine. Um, it's just when you don't use it yep. at all, mm-hmm. it just kind of, you know, my brain... Uh, throws it away to make room for new stuff exactly. so yeah. uh, it's just harder for me to kind of uh, yeah retain it I guess yeah definitely same same as me um, like I just mentioned it before in the when we first started this episode um, that I haven't actually practiced or actually don't really hear much Spanish out here that I'm forgetting it more and more every day. <laughs> sure. Yeah. And I used to have coworkers who um, spoke nothing but Spanish, so I would communicate with them through with Spanish, and it was I don't have that anymore. <laughs> I haven't had uh, that for a couple of years. Um, right. So that's why my knowledge of Spanish is definitely diminishing. <laughs> okay. Whereas my Cantonese is still, you know, still not bad because my family speaks it still, and I still talk to my family basically. Um, like my mom and my dad, so it's still it's still pretty good, I would say. Um, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, you know, since you did learn uh, how to speak a different language and stuff, do you think there's like a, I don't know, a difference between how a bilingual person learns a language versus a non-bilingual person? Like when it comes to learning a new language, would it be more challenging for the non-bilingual person to learn a new language than it is for a bilingual person? Um, I'm not sure. I, I have a feeling that it's as difficult. I think once you start a new language, it's as difficult as if you you don't know. Yeah. You've never done one before, you know. Yeah. I don't think just knowing one makes it easier to learn another. Mm-mm. Except for like ones that are like similar. Similar, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Um, like uh, Spanish and English. It, uh, Italian. Oh, right. Or n- Italian, because they're kind of similar in uh, a similar. lot of the words and meetings. Mm-hmm. 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 So stuff like that. Yeah. It's kind of like how um, if I were to really want to learn Japanese, like the writing and stuff, um, I'll probably know a little bit of it because I can read some of the characters, which, you Which know, you did when we were in Japan. Yeah, I did. Mm-hmm. Um, but sometimes it can mean different things, too. So... <laughs> Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so that's a funny part. That's the part that throws me off. It can mean like, if you see water, the water symbol, it could literally mean something else in Japanese. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, but you can kind of, um, you know, figure out if it's correct though or not. If you're like, there's uh-huh. a river nearby and you see the water symbol, yeah. it probably is for the water. Yeah. And then I remember seeing, uh, I think it was like the door sign, door, uh, the symbol for door, and there's a door. <laughs> <laughs> yep. so i knew that was correct and then uh-huh. the difference is i i think on the calendar the japanese calendar i think i saw like numbers i don't know how their calendar works really i don't know if they go by it doesn't seem like they go by um i don't know i just, i just see numbers one two three four like i see the chinese characters on their calendar so i don't really uh-huh. know if it symbolizes like 
one as their Monday and then two as their Tuesday. I still don't really know about that part yet. Because I've seen I'm it. I'm not sure. I've seen it a couple of times while we were in Japan. I was like, huh, is that a calendar? Why is it written that way? You know, like, I'm still not sure. I only that. know that they do uh, day, month, and year. Yeah. I don't know about the calendar, uh, right? using numbers as days. Yeah, not too sure. I'll figure it out soon enough. We'll you figure, figure it, out. it out. Yeah, we'll figure it out soon enough. <laughs> um, so since, you know, it's been hard to learn a new language and that sort of thing, um, uh-huh. what do you think will help you um, be able to pick it up quicker? Um, pick it up quicker? Probably nothing, really. Oh. I just, you know, I can't. I can only do as much as I can in a day to learn Okay. You know, the language. So it, there was nothing to do. Nothing would have made it go by quicker for me. Mm-hmm. Unless it was just already in my brain somehow. Okay. Okay. Um, what about you? For me, it's basically practice with a native speaker. That helps me. Mm-hmm. That would help me a lot. That's how I learned Cantonese, and that's how I failed miserably in trying to learn Spanish. <laughs> Practicing with a native speaker. Um, uh, but that wouldn't make you learn it quicker. Actually, it would. For me, it would just be easier to learn it. Yeah, yes and no. I want to say yes and no. Uh, it depends if I say if I were to write things down, like make like note cards and that sort of thing, um, while the native speaker um, speaks to me in that native language that I want to learn. It might make a difference. I think that's what I think. Hmm. Yeah. Um, I don't know. <clears throat> so I, I also want to talk about, like, you know, since we're already in the methods topic, um, like how people can learn a new language, um, do you want to tell everyone, like, different methods that will be that might be useful for them to learn a new uh, language? Um, immersing yourself in the culture is a big one. Um, obviously, the more you surround yourself with people speaking that language, the mm-hmm. easier it will get to learn that language. Yeah. Um, I don't think you'll learn it quicker. I think you just learn it easier. Uh, uh, you've done it by watching TV shows and listening to music mm-hmm. of that language. kind. But yep. I don't understand because I've listened to Japanese Mm. native speaking television and anime and music and stuff uh, at the end of the day i have no idea what they're saying so it doesn't to me i don't know how somebody would pick that up just by listening to tv and music when uh you don't know what they're saying still right but at the same time they also practice as well and, and study and and actually have like textbooks and apps and stuff they use at the same time also it's not just that one thing but it's a multiple of different methods that they do no i i've had friends that only like were oh? not native to america they came over the, uh-huh. and i said hey how did you learn english, english and they right. go by watching tv huh okay i'm sh- and i go i don't understand like how that works at yeah. all <laughs> Huh. All right. Well, I've heard that before. One of my, uh, a friend of mine, he said the same thing too. But I, I'm, I'm pretty sure they actually have like textbooks and and studies and that sort of thing too. It can't be just that one thing. It's it has to be a multiple they, methods. They they claim it is. No. So. I don't really think that's possible unless they're like really that good. You know, how can you, how can you? You can't by watching TV and listening to music. You can't form grammars you can't form sentences completely 
You know what I mean? Like I, I don't know. Like I, I'm just telling you what they told me. Yeah, but I'm just thinking in in my head like it's you uh-huh. still need a form of like some form of education, whether totally. whether it's like an app like I just mentioned or using you know like a traditional textbook style kind of thing or a guidebook, because right. I, you you won't you still won't be able to learn how to like write a sentence just by listening to music or like watching a movie. It's impossible. You know, if you're talking, no, but I mean, if you pick up the language, mm-hmm. you know, it'll just take you longer to be able to like speak good English. But you'll know, right. like, Basics. you know, it'll be like broken yeah. English, yeah. like what your mom speaks. Uh-huh. So yeah, uh, yeah, broken, yeah, 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 broken. Then yes, but if you were to say like expert or fluent, then no. <laughs> no, I'm not saying they watch Bonanza twice and now they can speak <laughs> English fluently. Right. <laughs> you know. <laughs> that would be amazing. <laughs> if Best they, TV if, show ever. If, if it was, if they were, if they were able to learn a language that simply, that I would be amazed. I would, I would be a linguist. I would know like five thousand languages if I could, if my brain can work that way. I wouldn't mind I having know. that skill at all. <laughs> and some people, they are, they can just pick up languages pretty yeah. quickly. Yeah, we see uh, you know, YouTube videos and stuff about those people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so it's just, yeah, it's just different for everybody and how their brain works. Yeah. Really. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm just more of a visual person than an auditorial one. Okay. So okay. that's probably why language doesn't really work that easy with me is because I mm. got to see it. Mm-hmm. Right, right, right. Okay. Um, are there any other methods that... Um, you could smoke a lot of cocaine. Oh, um, my. You could, uh, I think that makes... a lot of that, alcohol. That kills your brain if, cells. <laughs> it doesn't you, help. <laughs> uh, I heard that if you sleep with a dictionary of that language underneath your pillow, you fall asleep. <laughs> That's That when funny. you wake up, uh, um. you'll know that language. <laughs> it reminds me of a, a, an anime cartoon I used to watch. The, the blue robot. I think I told you about that episode. The blue robot. <laughs> the blue cat robot. Everybody knows. Everybody knows that TV show. The blue <laughs> robot. I keep forgetting how to pronounce it in English. Doraemon. Doraemon. What? Doraemon. Dor- I don't know. I, yeah, I guess. Yeah. Blue robot. Doraemon. Yeah. The the, <laughs> the blue. My favorite character. We saw him all over Japan. He's a robot. Yeah, he's like he's a cat robot, huh? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know he was a robot. Yeah, he is. There's an ep- oh. there's an episode where the kid um, needs to study to uh, to pass a test the following day, so the robot gives the kid like a like a slice of bread and then you as you do you put that slice of bread on top of your textbook, eat it, and then it'll store in your brain forever. <laughs> so that's how that's how he passed the test and and, and all that. <laughs> Huh. It just reminded me of that episode. <laughs> Sorry, very random. <laughs> um, so yeah, um, the fourth method that I feel works for me um, is uh-huh. to practice with a native speaker daily, if you can. Um, uh-huh. There are apps that does this. Um, there's just one app that I had checked out called Babbel, B-A-B-B-E-L. Um, yep. It was on iOS. It's the Tower of Babbel iOS, and I'm pretty sure it's on Android and stuff like that, too. Um, so you basically sign up, put in your information, uh, tell the app uh, what language it is that you're trying to learn, and then they match you to a local speaker, uh, a local native speaker that speaks that language um, natively. Uh, and then okay. in exchange, you can teach them English, and then they can teach you that language that you want to learn, basically. Um, 
I tried it for a little bit, uh, but then I got a little bit creeped out. <laughs> because a stranger just watches you as you try to teach them English. <laughs> I was just kind of creeped out by the idea of like like a complete stranger that I don't even know halfway across the world or, or uh, you know, somewhere far away. And I don't know. I, I was just a little bit creeped out about it. So I kind of um, stopped using it for a little while. Um uh-huh. But if you're not creeped out about it, um, then I would recommend you try that if you don't have a, a friend who's a native of that language that you want to learn. Um, and then um, the fifth method, um, if an app is not good enough for you, then maybe just try taking a traditional class, like in a classroom sort of thing, don't you think? Yeah, if you, if you have time, um, classes like that, like yeah. with, definitely with my schedule when I don't know when I'm working it's really hard to take True. a class like that but if I had a schedule like yours yep. where I knew I had every weekend off then yeah I would definitely take like a weekend class and and do mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um do the do it right right and then I know every city every major city has like language schools so if you want to you know google language schools in whatever city you live in I'm pretty sure you'll find like a school that has at least one or two languages that they teach. I've had looked it up in my area to see if there's any language schools that um, teaches Japanese in person, like a traditional classroom sort of setting. Uh, but none of, uh-huh. the, none of the language schools out here teaches it. So I think what I would need to do is, firstly, is get the textbook, try to do it that way. And then worst case scenario, maybe just take like an online class, like a community college online class and you know, try that route also. Um, yeah, most most community colleges teach a uh, language course. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. Um, Lots of languages it, that you want, too. Yeah, yep. so you just got to find the one that's right for you, and, and mm-hmm. it would be the cheapest way to take a college yeah, course in it. Exactly, yeah. I mean, I don't know if a language school will cost more than a community college. Um, it might end up being the same, depending on what the col- mm. what the language school does. And whatnot, and how no much they charge. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Um, I've never done a language school. Yeah, I, I know they exist um, for sure. Because a lot of them end up teaching like ESL kids and stuff like that, and people who want to learn English as a second language. And then uh-huh. a lot of the language schools, like they uh, teach like potential teachers who want to teach overseas. Remember those things? Those like TEFL mm-hmm. and TESOL and CELTA and all that sort of certifications. Um, right. They do that stuff at those language schools as well. I know because I looked into it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, um, what's the sixth method um, to learn the uh, language that you want to learn? I love that you numbered them. Oh, uh, yeah. They're uh, visiting the country where the language is spoken. That's kind of the same thing as immersing yourself in the culture, isn't it? Though. Yes and no. Um, you can immerse your you can immerse yourself into the culture if you're living out here in the U.S. Um, you can go to like uh, different communities or different groups. Like you know how how meetup groups have like groups for like oh learn Japanese, join our group to uh, practice your Japanese, da 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 things like that. Whereas going to the different the the country itself, you get to do that 24/7. You are forced to do it. You are forced right, but to learn the language. By immersing yourself into a culture, you, you'd have to be living in that culture. Not necessarily. Like, I don't think so. Yeah, because the only way, if I'm in America and I immerse mm. myself in the culture, mm. well, the culture is American. 
It's not. It's not truly Japanese. It's not truly whatever I want to learn. Yeah, but you can get like snippets of it at least. You know, like yeah. But then you find out that a lot of it's slang words that are wrong, or because it's mm -hmm. they're not studying it full time that most of it's wrong, or the way that you're saying that one thing is wrong. Like you really just have to go into the country, in the culture, Mm -hmm. and learn it there. I Mm -hmm. I think in a lot of places, especially like in LA, Uh I feel like they are not very welcoming if you're trying to learn how to speak a language in that culture. Like, I can't go into little Tokyo and be like, somebody help me please to speak (laughs) Japanese. Uh Everybody's going to look at me like I'm crazy. I can't do that in little uh, Uh or in Chinatown or Koreatown or any of those. So Mm. you really, I really feel like you have to go into literally that country, yes. I don't really agree with that because, like, when, say if I were to... Like, I grew up in my area. Everyone spoke Spanish. If I really wanted to, like, talk to them in a different language in Spanish, <laughs> well, it wouldn't be an issue for me. Well, that's Spanish, and you're in Southern California. So, yeah. yes, it's basically, like, basically, Spanish is the language of Sal- so, uh, Southern California. Like Spanglish. Spanglish. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, you could still go into Mexico and go speak Spanglish, and they would know what you're talking about. You don't have to be... 100% correct. There, that, there's no. Uh, that's the only country and and language though in Southern California where that fits though. Mm. Like you can't. Uh, I'm trying to think of like another example. I guess Texas. Like it, that's if that's if like Poland was right next to Northern California, mm-hmm. and you could either go up to Northern California and learn Polish, or go down to Southern California and learn Mexican Spanish. So. Mhm. Mhm. Okay. For, so, yeah, for Spanish, yes, that works. You can, quote-unquote, immerse yourself in the culture because the culture is literally in your culture already. Right, right, right. Mm, no, if I, I say if I really did want to learn, like, Japanese and go to, like, Torrance or whatever, I'm sure they'll be open to that, too. What would you, how would you do it when you go to Torrance? They all speak English. Mm, yes, but you can say stuff like, like, oh, yeah, I'm just trying to remember how to say this in Japanese. Just something like that. Like, something simple like oh, God that. God damn it. I can't hear casual. you. Hold on. My call dropped. Are you there? Yeah. Okay, I can hear you. Okay. I didn't hear your last sentence. Oh. Say it again. Um, I forgot what I said, but it's okay. If I go to Torrance, I said, no, you can't. You said, yes, you could. If you go to Torrance and you did something. Yeah, if you were to, like, just casually ask someone, like, oh, yeah, I'm just trying to learn Japanese. I forgot how to say this word. Do you happen to know what it is? You know, like, it can, it, it's not going to be a well, You could go anywhere and ask people one-worded questions, but mm-hmm. you're not going to get the whole language by doing that. You can't sit down with them right then and be like, hey, can you run me through grammar on Japanese? (laughs) Right. Well, it really depends on who you meet then, I would say, like who's in your network, that sort of thing. The only one that's going to teach you is a teacher (laughs) who's Mm. teaching Japanese or something. Like, it's much better just to go into the culture and learn it there. Uh Uh-huh. Or, or like, say, for example, if I really wanted to learn Spanish, I could easily ask, like, a friend to like you know have phone calls with me once a week or something you know what i mean like sure. like it really depends on who you know i feel like you know like if you But that's not immersing yourself in the culture that's just asking a friend for help 
immerse yourself to a culture, you can still, like I just mentioned before, listening to the music and the movies and TV shows, that's in a way immersing yourself in the culture and eating the food and that sort of thing. Don't you think? Right, but that's not going to, that doesn't improve your not Japanese unless you, already, unless you already know like a base, like a, or not just Japanese, but any language, but mm-hmm. only if you already know base of whatever new language you're starting so that when you do listen to the music, or you do lit- watch the TV shows mm-hmm. that you actually know what they're saying a little bit, yeah. and then you start to figure out the rest of it because you know how the sentences are structured. Right, like a base then, like a, 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 a an overview. Baseline. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Overview. Uh-huh. Whereas like in the going to the country itself, it's there 24-7, so you're pretty much forced to know it, um, or else you can't survive. So. Not but, true, because when we were in Japan, we didn't know it, and we survived fine. Yeah, but I'm saying, like, if we were to live somewhere where they don't even speak any language, say, like, in a village or something, you won't be able to, you know, handle it, probably. I'm not saying you in general. I'm talking about, like, you know, most people. You would still have to know some basics, say, if you were to well, live in a Well, hopefully any town. place that you're going to, like, a remote village, you know whatever language yeah. is inside that village. Of course. At least a little bit. Like, yeah. Yep, that's what I meant. You know what I mean? Most people don't go to the villages, though. They go to the larger cities. Uh, which, which, if you don't know the language, you're more than likely fine. Yeah. Uh-huh. I've been to because villages. <laughs> I mean, people use their hands to talk. They yeah, point at language, things. They, uh-huh. you know, yeah. Yeah. And some of it's still in English. It just depends on where you go. Right. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, have you been... Where have you been where you had to use that? Japan. When we go to Japan, I okay. I, I use English uh-huh. mostly because they don't know J- Japanese. Right, and then sign language if necessary. I mean, not sign language as in S N L S L uh, yeah, A L S, you know, type sign language, but I'm talking about just like yeah, like pointing at something or you know, like you know, using the the sign language for like money to say like, oh, is that my check kind of thing, like. That kind of stuff definitely helps out when you don't know the language, mm-hmm. and it's a universal thing that Everyone that knows. culture knows as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, for the most part. Yeah. Mhm. What about you? What about me? When you visit uh, a country, what do you do? Uh, I would know some very very few basics, and then the rest I have like a. Usually I have like a little mini dictionary or like a like an app of some kind where it can translate a couple of words sort of thing. Uh-huh. Um, and then mostly the pointing, not sign language I usually just mentioned, but like pointing out things or something like that. And that sort of helps as well. Um, even in the village, I feel like that helps also uh-huh. when you're pointing out stuff like that. Not sign language, but yeah. How many villages have you been to? Uh, maybe a, a few, all over. Okay. Yeah. Um, not for long though. It's just mainly for like during, during the daytime, just for a few hours sort of thing. It's more uh-huh. like passing through sort of thing. So, yeah. Okay. It's more like a passing through in small uh, villages to get to the next destination, or whatever. Um. So when you're learning a new language, uh, what's one of the th- What's something that you could do like around the house to to help you learn the language better? Um, post-it notes. If you're able to start labeling, um, maybe like furniture pieces or stuff around the house. Um, uh-huh. 
start writing them in that language if you can. So you can see every so day. So that, like, when you open up a drawer, mm-hmm. it says drawer in that language. Yeah. And then you can say it in that language so that it just becomes right. rhythmic. Yep, exactly. Like, post-its are, uh, will definitely help for sure. Um, don't, so don't just write it in Sharpie everywhere? <laughs> post-its. There's what, <laughs> that's what they're made for. <laughs> are you trying to sell post-its on our podcast? Oh, no, it's not a sponsored sponsored podcast so no sponsored by post-its no it's sponsored by nobody it's just (laughs) i should call it sticky notes okay just call it sticky notes that's better (laughs) (laughs) screw you post-its people i meant sticky notes well now they're never gonna sponsor us i don't need you (laughs) (laughs) oh dang i do Uh, give me money i'm never gonna use post-its anymore (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to use Sharpies. Sharpie <laughs> sponsors us. Yeah. <laughs> and what, what was the other? Uh, Avery? Avery, right? That's another, That's a tape company or something like that. It's <laughs> a paper company, yeah. Yeah. But anyways, yeah, those are the methods um, that I feel works for me. Would you try learning it again? Japanese? Uh-huh. Probably, yes. I, I mean, I have to, really. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd like to get it down pat so that I can actually speak it and keep on speaking it. Mm-hmm. Um, but, again, it's hard when you don't practice very often or when there's just large gaps in between uh, lessons. Yeah. And then you start, you know, mm-hmm. again, Forgetting. push out that information for something that you need to actually remember. Yeah. I, I feel it like... Se- it seems like it's more of a luxury I feel like it's harder um, for older people, like adults, to pick up a new language than it is for, like, say, someone 20 years younger, like a child. Um, probably because they don't have that, I don't know, they're not thinking about anything else. Their minds are not as distracted as, as we, as ours are, possibly. Right. So, it's kind of like... Yeah, no child stressing about bills. Yeah, it's kind of like, you know, learning a new instrument, too. It's, it's the mm-hmm. same thing, like... You're literally having zero knowledge of that language or that instrument, and you're being, you know, your brain is picking up like new different, newer techniques and new thing that it's not used to. Not. Um, but I feel like playing an instrument is different because it's more of muscle memory that you learn, mm. whereas with uh, language there is no real muscle memory to it. Um, so I feel like it's harder in that aspect to pick up a new language. Mm, I think they're the same, I would say. It's the same kind of a... Uh... <laughs> we never agree. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> I tell my sister that. She's like, when are you going to do more episodes? I said, uh, yeah, we never agree on most things. So, <laughs> And then she's like, that's what makes it interesting. I was like, uh, not really. I don't know. <laughs> you guys tell us. You tweet us. Does it make it interesting or not? Because <laughs> there are a lot of things that we, he and I uh, do not agree on. <laughs> not in the least. Because <laughs> you're like disagreeing on the immerse in your culture sort of thing. I was like, what do you mean you can't immerse in your culture and say California or Arizona or Texas or whatever? Yes, you totally can. <laughs> nope, not in the least. I think you can for sure. <laughs> nope. You just have to be open to it, I feel I like. disagree. <laughs> so what do you guys think? Tweet us if you yep. 
enjoy these podcasts and you like hearing our differences, let us know because I don't or, know if it's a good thing or not <laughs> to have people Or listen if you to do it. enjoy your podcast, don't tweet us at all. <laughs> don't say anything like you've been doing so that we know that we're doing a good job. <laughs> Only tweet us if there's problems or if there's something's wrong or something like that. But otherwise, keep it silent like you have been. Or if you don't hate our feel, guts. <laughs> or if yeah, you hate don't us. feel like don't feel like you have to talk to us because you haven't already and now it's <laughs> awkward or whatever uh, but uh tweet us let us know if you speak another language or if you want to learn another language what new language you want to learn i will um post like a link on that app the that IV. i just talked about the, hey stop just interrupting <laughs> i was like <laughs> i'll post the link to Babel, the app that i talked about earlier in the segment here um, okay. Yeah. So, thank you guys for listening. Then I'll post a link to Rosetta Stone. Then. Yes. Sounds good. Uh huh. Some information. Okay. Yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> sounds good. <laughs> okay. Guys, please let us know if you enjoy these episodes. We have no idea. I want you guys to talk to us to tweet us Panda Podcast. Please find us. And, and I follow don't us. want you to. I want to know. I want. I want feedback. I really want to know how we're I doing. I enjoy the silence. I do not of... enjoy silence. <laughs> <laughs> I need to know what's going on with these listeners. Are you listening or what? What are we? Uh, what are we doing wrong? What are we doing right? Anything. Feedback, people. Feedback. <laughs> All right. All so right. the podcast Sounds is good. over now, so you can go potty. Go uh, take a giant poop. You go potty. You, need you a, go potty. You need a fart. <laughs> I'm just kidding. You need a fart. <laughs> <laughs> and, now, and now that's on our podcast. Delete that part. <laughs> no way. It's on. It's staying there forever. I'm stopping.